Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births, and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode on the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winnie, and today we're going to talk a little bit about what to do when birth doesn't go to plan. And I thought it was important to talk about this topic because birth often doesn't go to plan. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, you know, there's varying degrees of going to plan. And then there's, you know, a few little detours or road pit stops along the way that pop up that sometimes we expected, sometimes we didn't expect. And sometimes we're feeling very surprised that we've gone down this path. But hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you may have already heard me talk about with, you know, during this series that I've been doing a birth and transfer planning little mini series. So go back and check out some of the other episodes because I have some more information on birth planning and transfer planning. So first of all, you would ideally have a birth plan and a transfer plan. And I believe that it's important that you go through this process so you can educate yourself, prepare yourself for some of the outcomes, have the best support team possible for your birth and you've thought about some of the things that could possibly happen. If you're listening to this podcast, you, you know, depending on how many episodes you've listened to, you would have heard an array of stories. You would have heard stories that didn't go to plan, that didn't work out for the way that the woman had hoped for. And, you know, maybe a positive story where she did have a positive experience, but maybe she had a detour along the way. Maybe she ended up in hospital at the end or maybe the birth ended up being a lot longer or harder or more challenging than she had anticipated or hoped for. And I think there's a certain power in listening to other women's stories and hearing their experiences. And I am a firm believer in storytelling and the power of storytelling. And that's why I love this podcast and I love sharing women's stories and hearing their stories because everyone's got a different perspective based on their experiences, their mindset, their birth team, how they feel about themselves, how their family feels about them, how they were raised, their expectations, like so many different things come into play. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things I find is usually it's the women who struggle the most are usually the ones who are being told by other people in society, their family or, you know, just basically society, healthcare providers, and, you know, the silly little comments that they throw in about, you should be happy that you had this birth, or you should be happy you have a healthy baby, something like that, that can really traumatize and make it more challenging for women when they're trying to 
storytell or share something or try to process. They're in the moment of processing and trying to really make sense of all of this, you know, this experience. So first of all, I would recommend, you know, obviously in the moment, you know, when you've got a birth plan, you've got a plan, you're in the birth, things don't go the way that you had hoped you have the plan because you've already gone through the planning process. We've already talked about that in another episode. So you just make the choices that feel right to you in the moment. But really, I suppose, you know, when you're going through that, that mode, you're just in survival mode. You're just trying to get through that birth and you're just trying to make the best choices that feel logical or the best or whatever it is in that moment. But the hard work and I'm not saying that that's not hard because that's obviously really hard, but what can happen afterwards after you have a birth that doesn't go to plan is the unpacking and the processing and figuring out and understanding what, what happened afterwards. And I think it's really important for women to have a space where they can unpack these things, but I don't really see much, much, I can't really see anything you know, in the home birth groups, people don't really talk about how their births went afterwards or unpack what happened afterwards. It's just we share the story, we share our glorious story in whatever form we want to promote it or send it out or what we think people need to hear from us. Because a lot of the time we frame things, we frame stories in a way that we feel is accepted by that community. We don't want to traumatize other women or scare them off having a home birth or this experience. So we put out our story or, you know, how it feels to us then. And I've seen this myself. I put out my VBAC story where I had my my planned VBAC turned um, cesarean birth and I, you know, I had so much gratitude for what had happened because I was so grateful that I was alive when I was sharing that story. I was so grateful after that traumatic experience and I thought I was going to die. I was so bloody grateful that I was alive after that. But then a few months later, after I'd had time to unpack and process and start to learn what actually happened in that birth, I saw my birth in a very different light. And it, I mean, it probably happened a few, you know, a few days after I posted that, because usually we post those stories quite quickly. And so I I think it's important that you have a birth debrief or, you know, whatever way you want to you want to put it in, because Maybe birth debrief is a little bit medicalized or technical. I'm still trying to grapple with the kind of wording. I think at the moment I call birth debrief sessions what I do with clients and and women who come to me, but I really see it more as storytelling, sharing stories. I see a lot of it is sharing a story, and I think sharing your story as much as you can in a safe container with as many people as you can, and I did I did this so many times to, and you know, I, I replay this and I remember like when I broke up with my first boyfriend, I was like telling everybody, you know, that was my way of processing it. And it's like, everyone's very different. So it's finding out how best you can process and work through these feelings and how you come up with your own answers. But definitely if you're like me, you may like to process this in a way of talking it out, sharing your story Un, like it could be um, on your phone, you could do a video, a voice message, you could do a voice recording, you could write your story out, you could talk to your best friend who may understand, or you can, if you had a doula or a midwife at your birth, you can have a debrief with them. 
You can book in with an independent midwife if you want to. You can book in with someone like me and talk it out and start to process it and understand it. So, you know, I find when women are talking it out, they start to realize things as well. Oh, I could have done this or I could have done that. Or I I didn't realize that that, you know, you start to really start to see things in a different light. So it can be really helpful. So birth debriefing and storytelling are really helpful ways to, you know, process and go through when things don't go to plan. Another one is just allowing time itself. You know, sometimes through time and through talking and thinking and reflecting, uh, we see things in a different light as we become stronger. If you find that you have trauma and you have um, you're feeling like you need support, please do reach out for support. There's Panda and there's Lifeline. There's you know reach out to me through DM and I'll send you links if you need uh, specialized support uh, because trauma is something that you do need to get support for. And I, in as much in any way possible that you can and in whatever capacity that you need to, here's uh, that's Layla barking. Uh, I, I'm not going to edit this out because I think she has a place in the podcast. <laughs> She's always barking. And I think in previous podcast episodes, I've been like so stressful, like stop barking, Layla, be quiet. And, you know, have to edit that out. But uh, I think she has a place in the podcast. Yeah. I think if you've got trauma, if you, you know, there are actual surveys that you can do on some of those Panda websites and that there's free counseling that you can um, access. There's also um, how to heal a bad birth, and I think they do they do counselling as well. Um, birth talk org, and you know, reach out to me if you if and just say to me, I feel like I'm traumatized, or I feel like I have birth trauma. You know, have you got some resources, recommendations, or something like that? And I can send you some as well if you you don't you don't have that mindset to process either. But time definitely has a space to heal, and allowing time to you know, allow you to process and heal and whatever needs to happen. It's amazing how after six months you look at things. And I was talking with a client the other day about this, you know, for the first six months, her postpartum and everything was so cloudy and she was just really looping over everything. And then after six months, the fog really lifted and she started to see a light and she started to see hope and she started to come from underneath that bog. And, you know, there was a lot of trauma there that needed processing in that but I just wanted to let you know that if you're in a space of now you're feeling foggy I want you to know that there will be a light at the end of the tunnel and please do reach out if you're struggling I want you to get the assistance and support that you need also being kind to yourself you know when you've just had a baby and you've gone through an experience that was a little bit different to what you'd planned for or hoped for or dreamed of that some of the the hardest and most challenging things is the pro- is the thoughts that we have of ourselves of what we should have done, what we should have allowed, what we should have said yes to, what we shouldn't have done. Why did I allow that? Why didn't I just do what I wanted to do? Why did I listen to her? And I think sometimes we can get so stuck in our heads. I think having that awareness of those, you know, whenever you're feeling bad to bring in and, and have the awareness of where that feeling came from processing and thinking about why you had that feeling why are you feeling that way are you feeling angry why am I feeling angry 
why am I feeling angry? And then you kind of realize that it's not really anger that you're feeling. It might be that you're, you know, there's a story going around in your head telling you that you did the wrong thing. And so if you can recognize and be aware of that thought that's looping around telling you that you were naughty and you did the wrong thing and you shouldn't have said yes when you really wanted to say no, but you're a people pleaser and blah, 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 and it's going around in your head, you can become aware of that thought and then you can, you know, let that thought go and notice that when it comes and say, okay, that's an interesting thought that I'm having and be really aware of it and just let it go and then move into something that brings you peace and joy an activity with your child or something that makes you happy, like making a cup of coffee or putting on some moisturizer or, you know, putting on some music as a friend of mine brought to my attention recently to shake out emotions of negativity or whatever, just putting on music for five minutes and dancing, allowing our bodies to move and just, you know, and I said to her, is it kind of like when dogs get in trouble? Cause my dog does this. When dogs get in trouble and then they shake it off straight away and she's like, yeah, it's like that. And I was like, okay, so when you're allowing the emotion to flow through your body, what you're really doing is you're moving the emotion out through your body through movement and then allowing those endorphins and everything to kick back in to feel positive and happy again. So if you're feeling negative in your life, if you're feeling unhappy or if you're feeling sad or jealous or angry or whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, you really need to bring yourself back to the awareness. Why am I feeling that way? And really sit with it for a while. If you've got the time to be able to do it at that point in time, you know, as I was talking to my friend about it, she was saying, you know, sometimes I have that, that awareness, oh God, I'm in a bad mood. I'm feeling really angry, but I've got to get the kids out the door to go to school. So I can't exactly just put on some music and start dancing or start writing down or thinking about it. I've just got to get on with my day. And so you may be in that, you know, you can't do that right now. You can't sit with that and and work through that because your baby's screaming. You can't exactly, um, you know, start dancing and everything while your baby's screaming. You might want to change their bottom, give them a feed, get them settled, and then you can come back to that feeling of awareness and working through that emotion. And I think a lot of being able to be kind and loving to ourselves really sets up our day. And I notice this myself. If I'm feeling bad and I'm feeling tired and I'm feeling lazy, it's usually because I'm berating myself. I'm not consciously doing it. I'm subconsciously oh, if you didn't have so much weight on you, this would be so much easier. If you, you know, got up earlier or you had more sleep, then this would be, and, you know, sometimes these these are thoughts that are helpful because, yes, if I go to bed earlier, I might have more energy and I might not feel so cranky in the morning and I might wake up feeling, you know, better. But what's really dragging me down is those subconscious thoughts going over and over and over in a loop that I've been telling myself since I was very young that when I catch myself in the awareness and I go, okay, thank you, interesting thought, that's not really helpful right now, and then I can move forward with my day, I feel so much lighter and happier and healthy, you know, healthier and I feel more capable and I know that when I was in my postpartum, this stuff really works because I did this with my third baby. I was able to move through things so much quicker than I was with my second and my first because I had a different mindset and I had different skills and I had different resources and I'm not perfect and I make mistakes and often 
my negative thoughts are going around in the loop. They're a hundred times better than what it was like five years ago. And so the work is worth doing. I will do some more podcast episodes on this mindset work and going through this. And of course, if you want to know more about this, please do send me a DM on Instagram and reach out because I want to be able to pass you some resources or tools, or maybe you'll find it helpful um, if you're currently pregnant to check out my workshop um, for home birth and how to get emotional support and mindset support. If you want to sign up for that workshop, you'll get some tips and hints on your mindset and, and setting up yourself in emotional with emotional support as well through your pregnancy so that when it comes to your birth that you will have some of those tools. But these are lifelong tools that I teach. You're going to learn these tools for your pregnancy, but also for postpartum and then through motherhood. And when you're a granny one day and you're you're giving, you know, you're ever growing and evolving. And so that's why I love some of these things that we're learning because you're going to bring these into the rest of your life and they're going to help you create a more positive life and more positive you and more happier version of yourself. And that's what I love about the mindset stuff. And that's why I love working in this mindset and emotional support because we're crafting and creating. And I know that we're talking about birth, but it's almost like when we have a powerful birth that we have created ourselves mindfully and consciously, we're almost in a way, and I felt like this with myself, we're rebirthing ourselves in a new way into an, you know, we're like shedding the skin like a snake. And so we're still there. The foundation's still there, but it's just like we go up another level, just like when a snake grows, they have to shed their skin and we're shedding our skin and we're stepping up a level. And we feel good and comfortable there for a while, but then eventually we feel, you know, stale and stagnant and we need to continue doing the work to get us to the next level. And that's how I see myself. I see myself when I started doing this work, when I became a mother about seven years ago now, and I got to a space and I was like, yes, I'm nailing this. Everything's so much more positive in my life. And then something happens, you know, I had a shitty birth for my second birth or whatever. And, you know, that brought me right down or I just wasn't moving up. Then you need to continue to do the work, to move up, to grow, to do the things. And it's not about having the perfect experience, but it's about living your life to alignment and following your dreams and passions and what it is that you feel is the right thing for you not what other people feel for you. I 100% women, I 100% support women if they want to have a cesarean birth and they feel that's aligned for them and they understand it's not from a trauma response. They're trying to control the birth and trying to avoid trauma. I mean, people do this anyways, but if it's on their terms and they want to 100% support them, I understand that women want to do and have cesarean births and I support them. Just like women want to feed their baby formula, I 100%, I don't even give a rat's ass, like whatever makes people happy, you know? Ideally, the goal is to like spread this knowledge and wisdom and information so that you can make your own choice. And I hope that that, that makes you feel powerful, that you can pick and choose what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want 
from this pregnancy experience, this birth experience, and then your life experience that you get to pick and choose. And that's that's what I find is the most powerful. And that's what I found the most powerful with my free birth is that there were times where I felt quite powerless because some of the options for the path that I chose or the path that I went down were not available to me. And that there was an injustice in that. I felt, you know, quite ripped off and let down. But at the same time, sometimes you can't have your cake and eat it too. Sometimes the perfect world or the things that we wish would happen are not available. And so we just have to be content sometimes with what we've got and move on unless we want to stay in that space and make it better for other people, which is what I'm doing now in um, sharing the knowledge and information with, you know, in pregnancy and birth and postpartum is that hopefully, you know, that connects and, and connects with so many women that there's like this, and I've seen it happen. Like I really, I do believe now, especially after seeing like I trained as a postpartum doula years ago and hardly anyone was talking about it. Now it's like a normal thing, normalized thing in birth communities. I'm getting a postpartum doula. It's not such a taboo, weird thing. I think the, and I see this with the VBAC community too, and the VBAC in the in my community and so many more women are having free births. And through the power and the seed of information, the more of us that share our stories, the more of us that support each other, the more of us that have positive experiences and share those, the more of us basically find out. And that's, that's you know, how we basically transform ourselves by seeing other women. And so if you didn't listen to the last po- podcast episode, check that one out because I did talk about comparing ourselves to other people. But I think if we look at people and women who are having these experiences in a this is evidence that I can do it too or evidence that she got through that and I know I can too. She had a really shitty experience and then she went on to have another, a, a positive experience afterwards or she went on to have, you know, whatever it is in her life that was positive or good and we hold on to that and know that it's possible for us then that lifts us up as well. And I think that's all part of the mindset work and I know that, you know, depending on where you're at, you are with your mindset, that could be really un really hard to understand right now but yes I wanted to share that because I am all about mindset I love mindset and I really want to share more mindset work with you on this podcast too so if there's something with your mindset that you're really struggling with and you're finding challenging please do reach out to me and let me know I would love to support you I would love to hear what you want to know and I can put it on the podcast And as I mentioned, check out the workshop, the free workshop. Just click my link, my bio link, and um, you can sign up with your email there. And if you would like to have a session with me, please do send me a message on DM on Instagram or send me an email, hello at themotherhoodcircle.com.au. I hope that you're having a wonderful day and I look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC Home Birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? Find me on Instagram, Ashley L. Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. 
and come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search Feedback Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.